Hey, everybody. It is I, Mr. Gimpy, and as always, I'm with Chipped Monk, and I want to welcome you to the Combo Wombo Podcast. How's it going, Chip? It's going great, bro. Uh, just out here living. I feel like the first take of the intro was a lot better than the second, and my fucking and your camera, camera just died right now. <laughs> <laughs> fine for like ever for like uh the last hour and now it's like nah we're good it's the we should stop work it's that uh, uh yeah man. <laughs> that law of whatever bad can happen will happen right that's right uh yeah it's been going great i've been uh just living you know just been a great week the weather's been amazing uh you know it out has, here doing man. the thing it has summer, uh, what you've been uh, up to i was gonna say summer is definitely here man like but it ha- it's been like overtly like oppressive hot, but it hasn't yeah. been bad. You know what I mean? It, it just feels like I think because like quarantine stuff's lifted too, we can actually go and do things. So despite it being like like mind numbingly hot, it's been a, it's been a good time. Uh, like mostly, I haven't even uh, played many games this week. Uh, I'm, I'm going through Resident Evil Village right now on the stream, uh, which I switched it to as I said last week uh, to Mondays and Wednesdays for the summer, just to uh, be able to have the full weekends with the kids. And um, uh, we went swimming yesterday, and uh, like throughout the week, we've been just playing outside like all day long. Man, it's it's been it's been fun. It's been it's been yeah, a good man. time. Uh, rather than doing that, uh, I just uh, downloaded Ace Combat Five so I could be out in the sun without going outside. So I was playing some Ace Combat. Uh, yeah. It was I was hoping more for like an arcade issue. I don't know what I was expecting. I've never played any of the Ace Combat games. Hmm. I've uh, just seen like all the meme clips on YouTube. Like my buddy's really into the game, and he'll send me like some of the memes from the when it was live action uh, record. Now it's all. I was hoping for some live action intercut with like the game, but now it's uh, CG cutscenes. So it was, I don't know, man. Did you, you played it with a controller though, right? Yeah. And like that first missions kind of uh, turned me off to the whole experience. Cause like, it takes (laughs) so long. Like it's like real world areas. So there's like, Oh, there's an enemy up ahead. So you have to like fly for like three minutes in real time. (laughs) It's like across the world to like blow up like a, the uh the drones it's now yeah. drones yeah uh, so so like uh, if you blow that up there's like there's more on the other side of the map where you just came from i'm like motherfucker what are all these other ais doing they're all just like flying around not doing shit and it's like <laughs> it's all up to you and they're like oh we'll talk about this when you get back it's like yeah i talk about how none of you guys did jack shit this whole run like What's the point of this shorty if you guys are just going to sit there like tailing the drones, man? The, there the to game is to the <laughs> fucking drop sites, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. Dude. It's uh, it's it's one of those uh, fantasy fulfillment games, like uh, where yes, your your AI is there, but they're just there to look cool. You know, you're you're yeah. doing all the work, so you are you are Maverick at that point. You know, so um, like the games are you stick with it, dude. Um, honestly, uh, uh, I was just looking for like a you know, game to play with these bad boys behind me. And uh, the Hotas uh, stick is what I'm referring to for anyone listening on audio. And, uh, like, I have, like, IL-2 Servovic and, um, you know, Combat Flight Simulator. And uh, uh, I was going to try out uh, this new, like, roguelike um, flight game. But um, I was like, there, there has to be, like, a good single-player experience. I got um, House of the Flying Sun, which is uh, a space combat game, but which is very fun. But um, I wanted something with, like, you know, ter- terrestrial combat. Because I usually go for, like, space flight games when I do games like that. And I'm like, oh, I want to do something, like, based on Earth, you know? Like, something where I can yeah. cut my teeth on and have, like, G-forces and just, like, all of, like, the real-world things to worry about. Uh, so that that led to some of the simulator stuff, like uh, the IL two games. But then I was like, "That's fun," but sometimes like, I just wanted to like shoot things and not worry about anything. So that that led me yeah. to Ace Combat, which I I'd say, well, which one did you play? Was that seven? Uh, I think so. It's whichever one's on the Game Pass okay. for the Xbox. It might be five. They're like they're way behind, dude. <laughs> Maybe it's six. Either way. Uh, Either I, uh, uh, so I I jumped in. It's the one I, where you're fighting the drones, and it's like, like new at this okay. point. They're like, "Oh, now drone warfare is new, dude." Sure, sure. And I'm like, "All right, sure." So I'd say by <laughs> like the fourth mission, I was I was all in. It was super fun. So uh, I'd say stick with it. The Ace Combat series is renowned for a reason, and I I think after like if if you give it like two three missions, you're not gonna 
get the full effect. Um, it also has to teach you how to play the game and stuff. So uh, stick with it for sure. Uh, it's, this also it's seems good. like there's like a whole realized ass world there. Uh, yeah, with like its own is. history and shit, and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about this fictional place at all. Like, uh, yeah, man, I get it, I get it. I was like, that's, that's the most unbelievable shit. Is like everything that's going on with like their history and war. Like, it was more believable for my character to like be with her grandpa rebuilding a jet in a hangar, and like the military people just letting him take whatever airplane scraps he wanted. That was more believable than the fictional like. uh like intrigue they got going on with their world world building that they're doing what's what's interesting about ace combat is it's the world is consistently evolving with each game so like the history that it has is related to the games too um i think there's yeah. one maybe two spinoffs that I'm, I'm and i'm not super familiar with the series guys so you know just let me know in the comments the correct way but um there's like two spinoffs that don't really matter to the story and uh but like if it's a numbered game you're getting like full board and it's going for like number one you know like in the psx days back in the day so could be worth <laughs> yeah it's a it's a whole trip like it's a whole world that they've built along the way it's a journey man uh and i know there's plenty of like youtube uh like quick synopsises that are like three hours long that'll take you into the uh the world yeah and everything that's been going on with it but yeah yeah it, great stuff for that yeah um, i've only heard good thing that's why like i you know plugged it in and i was like you know it's fucking ace combat yeah this is an amazing series i'll give it a shot uh and yeah. it, you know eh, eh, I'll, I'll probably go back to like you're saying i'll give it a few more uh stages but yeah i found yeah. i don't know i think my tension span's just been broken by the internet <laughs> like <laughs> i like I was timing myself. It's about like 30 or 40 minutes is like the longest I can sit still now, like to play video games. Really? Yeah. So it's after about like, so like card games and stuff are kind of like the perfect amount of time. Uh, I was playing, you know, like Ori, like every time I hit like a checkpoint, I'm like, all right, time to just stop and go do something else. Uh, Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. There's just so much entertainment out there. Like it's, it's hard to just (laughs) bunker down. Like it's the most champagne of champagne problems. And I think it really also is. it like uh, kind of inspires me to like try and work on some of my own projects that I have going on. So like I'll be playing something, and I was like, I could, I, I should go back and start making something in three D. And I'll show you some of that. <laughs> to say, What's are you up? worried that your own projects you'll have that same thing? Like you're like, okay, I'm done with this after thirty minutes. Uh, yes, I know. I feel like for my own projects, it's about like three weeks. That's about. After like three weeks of like really grinding away at something, I'm like, man, fuck this. I ain't touching this ever again. Uh, <laughs> even like, I, I was like just looking at like um, porting things over to the, the Xbox because that was the main reason why I got was for the developer mode. Yes. And so uh, I was sitting around playing Ace Combat and I was like, man, this game looks beautiful. And I think it was in the Unreal Engine is uh, where likely, they made yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so then I was like, all right, let me pull up the Unreal Engine. Like, because. Uh, that came up in my newsfeed like a couple of weeks ago. They uh, had it where they now support Xbox series games for the development mode in the yep. new unreal engine five, which is an early access. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll get this unreal engine five. So I downloaded all that shit, uh, spent like a whole day, like figuring it out, get in there. And then I'm like, it doesn't have a direct port out to, the xbox uh so it's like oh you gotta sign up in the uh the mode which i just did today where it's like you have to register with like xbox uh you yep. said it was to make sure there's no pornography uh that people aren't yep. making their own fan games and yep. playing with exactly. themselves at home exactly uh, <laughs> it's because you have the ability to like push it to the store or you can like make like a video and you're obviously on their platform so they just don't want that at all which you know i get i get it's your platform it's your device yeah, if you don't want the porn games on it, you don't want the uh, the super super weird stuff. Like you just make them sign a just an agreement. I know they did like the great Steam purge at one point, where like on Steam stores, where they had to get rid of like all the dating sim games that were like pornographic. They're like, oh, we can't have this on here, but also we can still have some of it on here. Don't worry, guys. They flipped. They flipped. You could have it now. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it, there's like this weird thing where they're where they're saying. Um, they're doing the we know porn when we see it approach. Yeah. And 
it's it is what it is. I think their their main thing is um tools I didn't even to know sort properly. It was on the store. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that's like the last thing I look for when I'm on Steam is like what, is there any new pornographic games? Like that's not <laughs> what I'm on Steam for. That's the like, last even thing you look for as opposed yeah. to the first game you like log on Steam sales going on you're all like I wonder yeah. what new pornography game I can get. Yeah. <laughs> like what what are the real releases though this week? Like and I go behind like the beaded curtains into the back room of Steam. Uh Yeah, man. Uh, it's, never, it's never even shown up on my radar of like I, that's something to do i went to i'm sorry to go off on a tangent but it reminds me i went to a uh like a charter high school um and it was like a technology oriented one where we all got our laptops and stuff and um the big puffer um and i uh when we cl- shut down our computer we had our own like windows chime and um, instead of like normal do 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 do, you know, we went. We had like the text to speech thing going. Shutting down in three, two, one. Pornography deleted, and then <laughs> turn off the nice. computer. So, <laughs> so that just reminded me. It's like you and the Steam, the Steam store. It's just like I, I would never. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But yeah, go, I'm sorry to interrupt. It just reminded. No, me. I'm not against uh, the pornographic games. So I got. I, I feel like a. That last episode many... we did, it seemed like you're a little little skittish. Here I am talking about all of my de- all of my debauchery, and you. <laughs> I I think like there's a time and a place for every pornographic game. I would say it's not my go-to. Uh, <laughs> there's some interesting things happening in the pornographic game space. There's a lot of big things, a lot of new technology. Uh, unfortunately, it's all being wall gardened by uh, Microsoft right now, and that's where I was running into some problems. <laughs> <All right. laughs> So I, I put in for my developer pass uh, on there to get. Uh, so like I was looking up like how to like unlock the uh, exporting features like in Unreal Fi- Engine Five. So I was playing around Unreal Engine Five, fucking amazing. So Unreal Engine Four ran like absolute shit for me, uh, but like once you build the game, it was fine. Mm-hmm. And now I'm having like the opposite problem with unreal engine 5 where it's like uh it takes for ever to load up but like once it loads up it's like super smooth so before it was kind of the inverse where uh loaded up super fast but ran like shit now it takes forever to load up runs really good it's Uh, uh unreal engine's texture streaming typically because uh it it like overloads it in vram and keeps it in in chunks and if your uh video card isn't uh, fast enough to compare to there's like a setting in the export options for how to handle it i don't there's use, a lot of settings yeah i don't use uh the ue engine uh so it, so I, that I was the big like thing cursory, with yeah. with uh that was the big thing with five release mm-hmm. now they do like a real-time line with like lumens and like yep. an, instead of uh now they use like circles instead of clusters so it makes like little circles like and, render circles or whatever uh the nanite mes- meshes were really cool actually yeah. too so yeah yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. I was using the uh, Quixel bridge, so I was like throwing together like just a quick, like bullshit scene in there. Because uh, I was like, oh, let me just. What I've been trying to do is just export demo scenes into my Xbox developer mode, and then that's where I ran into like, oh, you need the publisher thing, and I was like, well, I know I can like circumvent this with Unity because Unity doesn't give a fuck, so you can just like export directly to like the uh, Windows store, which is like the universal Windows U- UWP, baby. Yeah, pipeline. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I export to that. Then I like compiled it in the the Visual Basics for the Xbox. Uh, then I logged into my Xbox through my web browser, and then I threw my game over there, and then that shit didn't work at all <laughs> on my <laughs> Xbox. I got to load up and then like just crash. I think it's their their high definition render pipeline. Uh, so I looked that up because I was like man this should have worked like i everything built successfully this looked good uh and then i like quickly like this morning i was like what the fuck happened so they're like yeah you need to enable game core for the pipeline uh and to do that you have to be a microsoft motherfucking developer bitch and i was like son of a bitch uh so then as, I as is applied. on the text right <laughs> uh, yeah but you can use the universal render pipeline i think i can export things just fine okay but, all I wanted for is to see like the RTXs and like the, the, you know, the new high res, you know, graphics. That's what I'm about. I'm about that life now. 
So, <laughs> Man so, gets yeah. an extra console, all of a sudden he's bougie. <laughs> yeah. Well, Love I mean, it. that's why I got the new console is to see all the cool shit, man. Like, I, I mean, it. I can run games okay on this computer. Like, we're making fun of like my older graphics card. It's like a generation or two behind now. It's like a 1060, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it, the card still runs most shit really well. Yeah. Uh, and I've been trying to upgrade, but you can't find like a 3080 or 3090 to save your life right now. So it takes a blood sacrifice now. Actually, I have I have one buddy who actually managed to get his hands on two for he has like a streaming PC and uh, or not a stream, uh, VR PC in his living room and his normal PC. He has a, a 3080. No, he has a 3090 in his normal PC and then a 3080 or something in his streaming PC. I'm like, how did you get this? This man stood outside of the micro center from 3 a.m. till open. Micro center is open at at 10 a.m. for anyone who doesn't have one in their in your area. So this this man stood outside forever to get this yeah, and and even at that point job. he was he was like first in line each time and uh people tried like budging in front of him and doing things like that so you know they're about to scrap outside <laughs> just in front of the micro outside center, the for, micro for center yeah. video card so uh yeah, about to be yeah Black gotta, Friday out there, here's dude. the thing uh if you want a video card right now you got to be about that life right you're not gonna yeah <laughs> so you know definitely uh so i found a back end for this because <laughs> everything's so expensive right now uh the manufacturers that was it oems they have direct deals with the card manufacturers so you can buy a pre-made pc which are yep. okay for like 1200 to 2000 dollars that have 3080s and 3090s in them yep what so basically you're getting a pc for free because of like how expensive the fucking the graphics cards are going on the secondary market because, like, you can only find like uh, I was looking like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred for like a, you know, thirty eighties, and th- uh, th- they're nuts. Yeah, and I was like, I could buy a whole another computer with that graphics card in it for like fifteen hundred. Uh, true. So true. I don't know, man. It's I'm tempted. I'm like, man, maybe I should just drop. Like, it's the most whack shit I've ever done because I've just been building my whole like I've built my own PCs since forever i think the only yeah, computer i ever bought was like a an e-machine if you remember e-machines dude yeah uh, yeah man I, I think they got bought out by dell they yes i, I think in a roundabout way i think that maybe gateway uh, I, no gateway or gateway was bought by e-machines i believe or maybe they rebranded, okay. and then I think Toshiba bought them, or something like that. Then Toshiba got rid of their like PC business, and I think Dell picked it up. I think that's how it worked. I might be yeah, backwards on I one think, of them, but I know yeah. Dell like owns like Alienware and shit now. So yeah, yeah. Which Alienware was much better before the Dell takeover, but whatever. I'm not gonna talk I mean, about Alienware. So it's been like just pure laptop. I, I, I've like I said, I built all my computers too. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah uh, man. So I don't know, man. Remember, dude, you're getting a Dell guy. Yeah, yeah. Remember they fired him for smoking weed, no, dude? I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't want to spread that rumor, but I thought it'd be... Yeah, yeah it, was, it was definitely... Yeah, it was, uh, it was weed, and now it's, like, legal everywhere. So. For that, dude. That is, like, you hired that guy. That's his saying. Like, of course he's smoking weed, dude. Like, come oh, on. that dude? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has that vibe. Straight up. Like, put, put yeah. his picture right here. I'm going to force you to edit that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> down. yeah, exactly. Uh, he might have uh, died of a meth overdose. I heard that from uh, <laughs> some people. Reputable source. <laughs> unreputable sources. Uh, I don't yeah. know, man. I'd say wait. So, yeah. Just wait till the end of summer. Uh, the if you saw Congress pass the new bill, like it, like uh, injecting twenty billion to the semiconductor industry, which is going to help help uh, Taiwan production and stuff <laughs> and China. Like what's, what's, none of it's getting made here for like semiconductors. I know, I know. Like, but but uh, um, I think there's something in there where where uh, the we get like first dibs or some some crap like that. So you can be new, con- new consoles, new consoles, new video cards and stuff will be better. But it's because it mainly this is being pushed through because of the auto industry because cars aren't being made as fast as they should be because there's no semiconductors because you have an onboard computer on, on like every vehicle now. So yeah. th- that like this is the lowest point for auto manufacturers for uh, production. So like the 2022. Um, line is going to be pretty scarce, surprisingly, which is the first time in the automobile like history of which how is fine, dude. We have so many fucking cars like on it's, the streets. Twenty twenty two is the big year of uh, of we have more cars than roadway, bro. Like, True. yeah, electric vehicles 
are okay, but like I don't know how they're gonna keep up with like lithium ion batteries that they need for like those cars. Well, they, dude. they use different cell type now. It's it all comes from the same place, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, how it's constructed is is different, and how it stores uh, energy is different. Uh, but combo <laughs> wombo, uh, you know, new age uh, battery talk uh, brought to you by <laughs> by the public libraries. Uh, and dude, you're getting the Dells. I'm actually uh, looking um, for a, at a for my next vehicle to be electric. Honestly, um, it's not going to yeah, be a Tesla it, brand. But... I want the self driving. Like that's what I want. Like I don't even own a car because I don't like driving. I hate people. And I, every time while I'm driving, I just like think to myself, like I just want to run this motherfucker over. True disclaimer. <laughs> like, I, I went into Chip's apartment, and he's all like, "Fuck you." I'm like. He's like, oh, I just hate people. I just wanted to send that out there. Yeah, I was just putting that out right now. That's my right. vibe. Right, right, right. It wasn't even me as as like Mr. Gippy. It was me as a human being. He's just like, I hate yeah. you. I hate no, you. I, I hate everything. I get it, man. I get it. It's uh, driving sucks. It's it's awful. There's nothing good about it. Um, yeah, I don't get it, man. Like people look at me like I'm weird, like because I'm like, yeah, I've just catered my lifestyle to like where I no longer need to drive anywhere. I get things delivered. I live close enough to a grocery store yeah uh, that's it man like what else are you doing like you going out to like restaurants and shit like why bro like, <laughs> like also like uh, those- ride share is so ubiquitous now that it doesn't really yeah. matter you know and, like, i don't know like i also like in in the heart of the city where like there's great restaurants like literally like two blocks away like I can, yeah yeah and like that's walking and drinking distance i don't have to worry about duis <laughs> I don't have to worry about none of that, bro. I can get plastered and enjoy my shrimp salad, dude. Like, right. like it's 1997. Chip, Chip legitimately lives two blocks away from a restaurant that was uh, Michelin reviewed. So, I mean, you know, you're fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. So, yeah. I got the high end. Then then like a little bit further away from like fast food. But, you know, it's there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like if I got a card, I want it to be like, you know, self-driving and automated. Like. Which I basically use like the rideshare stuff for now, which is, you know, I just yeah. treat the person like a robot and I feel a little less bad about everything. Uh, there was a point when I was uh, working in uh, downtown Minneapolis where um, my boss at the time, because I, I was, I like you hate driving. There, the, there's no worse thing in the in the Minnesota area than driving into downtown Minneapolis or driving out of there in rush hour both ways. I did it twice and I was like, never again. So I actually started doing public transportation when I was working there. And that was pretty bad too. But the fact that I live in a suburb, it was just like, everyone was just going to and from work. So it was quiet. Yeah. It was like on a laptop or a tablet. So it was fine. Um, and then like, like pre right before the pandemic and the uh, like busing services like shut down for a bit. Uh, buses and trains or whatever. I uh, my boss is like, why don't you just like Uber here? And I'm like, I'm gonna do you one better. So I had some, I I had like a bunch of like gift cards and stuff for like rideshare services. It's uh, like given to me from work, and I was like, you know what? I I sold all of that for cash, and then I just paid for a limo to take me to work for two weeks. <laughs> Nice. before i went before i went full work from home so like every day i was just showing up in a limo and then they're like what the, f- what the hell do you do and i'm like i'm like oh yeah no don't worry I do about important it. things i get things done <laughs> exactly. i'm making shit happen so i would rather than drive like like uh for i'm in the business of buying and selling mostly exactly. selling exactly There's uh, nothing like, um... it's my bread and butter <laughs> No, I own bread and and butter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's there's nothing like kicking back and uh, like having a TV just to watch and like radio to watch. And and then you can like move that window up so the driver, even though the driver was cool. But, you know, just like just that ability to like like full relax mode. Right. And like, like think like mobile Internet's good enough now. Like I was playing like Mortal Kombat 11 on the way to work online. Just, (laughs) you know, not a big deal. Just just relaxed. It, It was great. So. Yeah, I, I I get it, man. I get it, for sure. But I uh, watched a fucking Total Recall the other day original? with Arnold. Okay, yep, yeah. the OG. Yep. Uh, and they had robot taxis in there. Uh, yep, and it was great. That whole movie looked like it was filmed on a side stage. <laughs> like it's like it has like that notorious like 1980s aesthetic of like everything yeah i don't know i was lost more in the world than like how they're like built things because that's where my mind's at right now but yeah man it's been yeah fantastic 
Uh, Paul uh, Verhoeven is uh, one of those directors where even if he's not using a soundstage, it still has like like his sci-fi stuff still has this like ultra clean look even when you're outside that it's it's just captivating like uh starship troopers is another one where uh, he actually filmed on location for a lot of things he's like filmed in like the grand canyon in mars mojave desert and stuff you know um yeah yeah but you know (laughs) (laughs) and uh and despite filming in the desert you know it was still like this ultra clean like aesthetic for his futuristic like oppressive society and he just does, does a fantastic job at it and it's like they use a lot of like uh, practical effects as well. So like the movie still looks great. Like it aged well, like a lot of like miniatures and stuff where it's like, oh, they didn't like, you know, try and matte paint this or whatever. Like it still looks pretty decent. Yeah. Like it doesn't take you out of the movie where you're like, ah, that's ridiculous. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, so then after um... I start watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, with Michael Bay. That's too bad. So you just had a high point to a low point, huh? <laughs> no, man. I was looking at like you know good you know effects, and I was like, man, what else is on here? <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, what else so, can you stream right so there's, now? There's, there's what's um, a good porn movie, dude? You know what, man? You do you. You do you. I I love doing me. I like movies, man. Like the, the one of the best popcorn fran- franchises is having a sequel in uh, like two weeks from from recording this. The Fast and the Furious Nine's coming out with John Cena. So I mean, all right, you know, uh, if, like people will poop on all over those movies, but um, they're about family. There, there is no better turn your brain off and just enjoy the ride movie than the Fast and the Furious franchise, man. Like I can't even. I don't hate them. I know. I, I don't know. I no. stopped watching after Tokyo Drift, but. That was a high point for me in my life. And yeah. I was like, I just stopped paying attention to uh, to car movies and whatnot. Or I was just yeah. like, man, life's there's no, good. There's no other game in town anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so watching Initial D after that, that sent me down like a different. Live action? Both. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I, no, that's like, that was like a, I drifted into like a, another path where it was like, do you want to keep doing like muscle cars in america or do you want to go down like this japanese windy mountain road <laughs> and then i, I drifted it. down it dude so i watched like you know whatever all seasons of initial d i watched the live action movies like yeah that was great then yeah. i found like there was like an even older like 80s japan movie like car muscle movie it's an a spec uh, or something like that i don't know like i don't even know the name of it because it was all in like Japanese and YouTube just recommended to me. And it was like a full on bootleg movie <laughs> of like, and it was like a series of movies. So it was like three awesome. of them. So I watched like these guys, like uh, they just raced muscle cars. And at one point their buddy like races uh, women to sleep with them. And everyone's like, Oh, you're a piece of shit. He's like, listen guys, I've never forced any women to sleep with me ever. I just uh, making them keep their word later <laughs> like walks out and i was like they just did shit different in the 80s and 90s dude like they didn't give a fuck uh true true yeah you're going around stealing everybody's girl the you're, you're drifting around mr steal your girl he's like no nah, i'm just giving him options bro and just you know, fucking walks off you know what's interesting man is like like we, we mentioned like the 80s a couple of times now there and um in the two generations ago there's a like little retro resurgence with uh like Mega Man 9 coming out you know capcom triple a studio releasing a game that looked like it could be released on the nintendo right yeah. and with that um we have like like we said many times in the pod before there's never been a better time to be a game developer because like the access to all these platforms has been so easy. Like you, you, you signed up to be an Xbox developer and it took 20 bucks and like a couple of minutes of your time. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's $19. No, uh, Nintendo developer license. You just have to like email them and go, yeah, I want to be in. And I think it's another like 20, maybe a hundred bucks or something like that. And you're, and you're in, um, I'm not sure about the PlayStation front, but I, I've seen the sign up links. I have heard PlayStation's the hardest uh, to deal with really okay. but they also seem to have like some of the most curated and most helpful mm-hmm. so it's kind of a trade-off that way where it's like we don't have a lot of developers but the ones we do we want them to be successful yeah uh, yeah so, so i i'll say that like we're we're still in the golden age of you know fan games and also like this this nice little 80s resurgence we're seeing it across 
other mediums as well. Even in our music, there's been more eighties tinged like songs coming synth. out. Yeah. Yeah, like synth synth stuff. Um there has been, you know, like like beat 'em ups are coming back. You know, we had the new Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage is getting a, a yeah. nice little expansion this week. Uh it's all the old fogies. They grew up, and now they're kind of like me, where they're like, "I want to see this in high definition. True, I want to see this running in Unreal Five, or like, uh, I want the exactly. high definition render pipeline to ray trace my graphics for me." And there's a new uh, He-Man coming, and um, with along with that, we find uh, like fan games becoming like just easier to produce, easier to make, and then we're um, in a wave of like DMCA's as well. But yeah. um, one game I well, wanna... it's one of those things where you're like, I want to see the game that I imagined as a kid that this game is now. You know, yeah, yeah. Or it's like where it's like the rose tinted glasses where you go back and you look at a lot of these older games. You're like, holy crap, this looked like absolute shit. <laughs> like like yeah. a lot of those old like uh, Final Fantasy games. Like I can't even go back, dude. Like don't don't do it. There there is going to be a uh, as far as rumor, we'll find out when E3 happens when Square takes the stage, but. Um, they're re-exploring the Final Fantasy or the OG original Final Fantasy One universe um, in some sort of uh, like action RPG way. Uh, with like, I feel like they just ran out of ideas. Sorry, uh, real quick. Like I, yeah. I was fucking with uh, Octopath Traveler because I was like on the Xbox Pass, mm-hmm. and that game looks like absolute dog shit when you blow it up to a TV. Like it wasn't made for that. Like. Uh, disagree it looks great but go on <laughs> what with the depth of field and stuff dude like i don't how big is your i don't know how big Six, your tv is 65 but, but mine i'm you know i'm blowing out like a 70 inch tv here and this thing looks like fucking like dog shit on this screen because like the depth of field everything it just like gave me a headache uh and then i was like who the fuck is this for and then i remembered you can play that shit like on your mobile phone uh with your controller so i was like oh i bet this wouldn't be too bad if i like paired this to my phone and like I could play this in the other room. Uh, sorry, man, uh, but yeah, I disagree completely. That game looks beautiful. Um, I played it on a sixty-five inch TV. Um, I played it on the Switch, which was where it originally came out on. Um, I don't even know how big my TV is. I just went a little bit bigger than whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, listen up, ladies. No, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. added whatever. Get besides, add five inches. Right. <laughs> Uh, but but what I wanted to get into was uh, you know fans are making games now and it's it's possible. So one thing I wanted to highlight was uh, uh, and we'll we'll add a little link here. Um, Metroid, like games that you miss growing up, right? Here is uh, the fan remake of Metroid Two. Um, I'm not going to show audio and AM Two R. Yep. That's uh, Samus has returned. There we go. Yeah. So, as you can see, like the original Metroid Two came out on the Game Boy. Uh, you know, no color, uh, very crunched screen, and uh, this guy spent years of his life recreating Metroid Two, and it's a game that has been honestly lost uh, by just because of the platform it was on, right? And um, yeah. he he added things from Super Metroid. He added his own little flair on it as well. Um, expanded yeah, the story connected a little bit. like everything in the series. Yes, yes. So and honestly, this is one of those things where even fighting fighting the uh, the Metroid bosses because you have different types. Um, to it, it was it. It feels right. You know, it feels like this is what the original team would have done in a in a true remake. Um, yeah. so unfortunately, because it's Nintendo, um, this guy got hit with this big ass cease and desist <laughs> and yeah, um, had to, you know, Nintendo did their damnedest to remove this game from the internet. Um, honestly, <laughs> they're like, still, delete it, delete the internet. And like, sir, that's not how it. the internet works. I was lucky enough to download it right away when it first came out, but, um, you can still find it. I'm sure I won't link it cause I don't want to get party vanned by Nintendo, but, uh, this is an example that I want to say of perseverance and the and just all of the tools that are, are available now. The you know that you could research to learn how to make your own game. And um, if a game that you want isn't out yet, you just make it, man. Just just make yeah, it. Man. So just another Metroid it. Two. Um, it it's uh, one of those games where I got to say that um, this probably couldn't have been made if. Uh, 
if we weren't if we weren't living in our time and space. You know, I think fan games are one of those things that we're taking like like we expect it now, you know, but I, I think if we stop and think a little bit, it's it's incredible that this is happening because when this happened in like the nineties it was like it was like a you know some uber nerd and like who knew like assembly you know what i mean like that yeah, could man. do this like you don't have to know assembly now you, you you just have to and actually this guy used his own custom engine so this guy is a, a lot smarter than i am knows <laughs> this, the but, shit. but you know it's 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 all possible and uh the fact that we're going through this resurgence and some games are are some ips are just dormant and some and i i applaud fans who just who just take it into their own hands and go, you know what? This is dormant. I want a new one. Let's do it. So, yeah. Yeah. So like you see like a lot of like they get hit with the cease and desist and then they're like, what if I did this game, but not quite this game, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, we see like, uh, you know, this is not Samus wink, wink type of games. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one game, one game I'd say, um, that people wanted a true sequel to was um, Star Wars Galaxy or not Galaxy, um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, right? There should have been a Star yep. Wars Battlefront 3. Uh, EA um, and LucasArts kind of combined to get the license. And yeah, they, it was like held up in purgatory for a long time, like the yep. licensing. Yep, and they made their between own. Like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the time between like Battlefront 2 and 3 is like ridiculous, like amount of time had passed. Yeah, so so like I said, fans like a certain gameplay and this next game that I wanted to say to show that I actually looked into it a little further and people seem to hate it. Cause like the, the, um, peak players was like 200, <laughs> but it's an early <laughs> access. So we'll see. Maybe it's a little jank, but this game is called galaxy, galaxy turmoil, turmoil. Yeah. So I'll play it. A, and this was like, uh, not necessarily like fans either. This was like a full studio and they started working on this. Uh, and then LucasArts lost the rights. This was like when they went up to Disney. So the game studio, like was like, okay. So some other studio bought it up from them. Uh, and they're like, yo, we can make this game. So they started making to spec what they thought, you know, somebody might be. In- so a lot of times like game developers will do this where they'll make a game, uh, which are basically fan games of bigger games. Yep. And then they try and like sell it to a studio and they're like, this is like demoing what our engine can do, but also it just happens to be, you know, star Wars, <laughs> working star Wars game. Yeah. Full on working star Wars game. Maybe you'd be interested in buying and licensing that. So uh, I believe this game, um, it's an early access right now and it's free to play. Um, I, uh, judging from the, from the Steam reviews, there's a lot of uh, jank with the game, like uh, some hit registration issues and stuff like that. But from just looking at it now, this is Battlefront. You know, this is OG yeah. Battlefront. It it really is. Um, I, I'm sure if the developers like stick with it, take some time. Um, this trail or this like gameplay video doesn't show any vehicle combat because while well, you're on the you know space station. Um, but I'd be interested to see what they do. But if you could see like some of the like the running animation here, um, and like moving from different types, it just it's kind of jank. But um, I'm honestly it's got a it's, little sway to it. Yeah, there, there's this is just another example of you know the game wasn't being made. Uh, it wasn't meeting meeting you know demand. So some people took yeah, it or like they worked go. on a project and you lose the your rights to it. So yeah. they got the game, but they couldn't get the licensing rights for you know battlefront yeah, uh, yeah. And like i don't know they disney's been really weird with like how they're doing like the whole lucas art game platform too they're like no we're gonna do it and they like when they first bought they canceled like a skew of games that like people are really looking yep. forward to that were like really far in development <laughs> like yes uh, yes uh, so, they- yeah man uh, one of the things too is um, like Retro Studios, the developers behind the original Metroid Prime trilogy and the Donkey Kong reboots, um, they really wanted to work on Metroid Prime Four. Nintendo was was working on Metroid Prime Four themselves, and they just couldn't get it. They couldn't get the feel right. They couldn't match what Retro did prior. So 
um, in between um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, the remake on the Switch, um, Retro was secretly making Metroid Prime 4 to pitch to Nintendo. So once they had uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze done, they actually went to a pitch meeting for nin- to Nintendo and they wanted to like review like a new Donkey Kong project because that's where they were Nintendo was pushing them. And then they said, yeah, uh, we just got done with the remake for Tropical Freeze, but can we just show you this? And they showed them a yeah. full working... Uh, like playable demo that I I hope in a documentary or something that Retro will release and showing this like early prototype of it, and Nintendo goes, yeah yeah we're we're gonna go with you guys we're gonna just scrap what we have because it was nowhere near as good as what Retro was doing so now they're fully working on Metro Prime Four and and again it just took it just took guys just with a plan just just do it you know that's what I wanted to show a lot of these games that we're that we're looking at now and Absolutely. those of you on audio um i i would suggest you you watch our uh, youtube version um if you're if you're in your car just like load it up later you know just to see some of the games we're talking about we're trying to describe it we're trying to paint a, a picture of what's going on you know really? yeah <laughs> i, yeah, I so. feel like this the same thing i want to say happen with the uh octopath traveler devs too where that was going to be the og uh final fantasy game and Square Enix was like, nah, we don't make those anymore. And it was just like kind of like a group of people. And they're like, well, let's just build like what we think this would look like. And then they're like uh, pitching and they're like, yeah, all right. But this we can't use the actual Final Fantasy on this. This has to stand on its own. Like you're going to live and die on this. Uh, I think they, there's a lot of infighting. There's a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, Square Enix. There's like a lot of different developers that they've bought up over the years that all kind of go under like the the big banner. Uh, it was uh, Koto Osaki who made it. Um, he he worked with Sony and Square for a while, so it's kind of like his his dream game of the Octopath game. And and next time I'm at your place, man, I'm just gonna look at your TV settings because that game looks great. <laughs> I, I've like every time you you say something looks like shit or something sounds like shit, and I I played the same thing, and I'm like, no, these were all. What the hell are you talking about? Like you said, Forza Horizon sound mixing was ass. I'm like, no, it wasn't. That was great. Was and then like. Great. Like Octopath Traveler looking like shit. That's it's it's renowned as one of the best looking games. Um, it, it, I don't this, know about that, Chief. Best generation, and I, I, I <laughs> some, something's wrong, man, and something was wrong on your end because <laughs> I don't think so, man. Uh, you know, I got a discerning eye and discerning ears. Like it's uh... <laughs> discerning ears who chooses to uh, to want to listen to things through your titty p- TV speakers. But yeah, 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 <laughs> I get you. So yeah, man, I. I Going with the theme of of you know just make what you want. Um, do you have any anything to add on to to some of this here? Because I have a couple of more games to go through. Uh, no, like I think like a lot of like like we're talking about like it happens like at a low level of fans of the game, but it, at a hobbyist level, but it also happens at like a higher level as well, where a lot of developers will make basically fan games of other games that they're trying to pitch to studios to work on, like. Uh, they had that with like you know we talked about Killer Instinct where like that started off from like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer engine and they're like hey you know like let's show what this could do for a killer a Killer Instinct game uh, and then they like build out from there. Just so the there's a, that, that was their, that was a custom engine. Uh, it was the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Studio. Yeah, that's what it's, it's known for. Yeah. It was a custom engine for the game Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, but, no, no. Yeah, well. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was a custom engine, but Killer Instinct—they made a new engine for it. Is what yeah, I wanted to but it was like, say. but their demo that they pitched it off of was built off of uh, Buffy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According yeah. to the, the they documentary ended up using, watch, they ended up using a Unreal Engine. Dirty uh, yeah, no, like a lot of times, like again, like you're just selling the spec, like where you yeah. build out something and you're like showing, like, hey, we could do this. Uh, a lot of it's smoke and mirrors, like a lot of like E3 presentations and stuff. Like, uh, I, I think it was like Halo where they only had like a level working halo and it was like is infamous for this barely it yeah. was a is a playable um demo um, of scripted sequences and the developer the guy playing it at the time um actually couldn't look too far to the left or right because it would crash the entire engine <laughs> yeah. so um and and that was one of the best trailers like gameplay 
trailers of all time. The, the, the Halo 2 had one of the best marketing campaigns behind it ever. And it was made, it was held up by toothpicks and bubblegum. It's it's incredible. Like that that era of Bungie and Microsoft where they were still and you know see, talking about Microsoft being like a underdog maverick is so such an oxymoron, but they really were in the gaming space, you know. The yeah. uh, the original Xbox could have been said to have been uh, a larger scale failure when compared to the greatest selling console of all time, the PlayStation 2, you know, which I think at that time it was. And, um, like Microsoft was doing anything to to like get some hype and get some steam. And Bungie came out with a with the banger of all bangers of Halo. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a game that people were so looking forward to. And then they had nothing for Halo 2 just yet, nothing showable. So they had to just come up with something and it was incredible it was like a unexpected super success too where it's like they weren't really expecting them to like come out with a sequel or anything so they weren't necessarily like even thinking like oh how can we make a part two of this they're just like well we did halo and that was great we sold it uh and then like it just like blew up like everything was right with like uh people with the internet so it showed like you know friends making friends online like this was still early on like i don't think steam had like steam friends yet at that point like steam was just like a storefront so it was like the whole idea of like chat rooms and voice chat and like uh friends list like they were really innovating things on like a console space like even so nintendo for- to this day doesn't like have like friend codes <laughs> like, you know, easy to access like ways to get on with your buddies yeah like uh, yeah man and then um the other thing that we're saying you, that you were saying that i wanted to like touch on is um, people will say you can't do it, right? Like one thing I'd say is people were all like the big thing is Rocksteady right now. They're working on a Superman game. It's the worst kept secret in, in all of gaming right now. And I think they actually finally admitted to working on a Superman game. And uh, previous attempts at Superman games have all been terrible. And it's hard to do. people are saying Superman's too powerful for a game, you know, but yet we've had games with featuring power, games featuring, uh, you know, was that, uh, 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 there's like Asgard's Wrath or something, and that was like the most OP character of all time. We've had Dragon Ball games that have worked with Goku being basically Superman himself. I mean, you um, have like a Crackdown where you like you have like yeah. destructible cities. Uh, what was that other game where uh, Hulk Ultimate Destruction was one with with um, full destruction that uh, I thought worked really well. Uh, the next game I'm uh, gonna like look at is Undefeated, um, which yeah, so this started out as a fan in the unreal engine who was like hey what would a superman game look like uh in modern times in unreal and like can we uh do that so uh he like kind of made like a quick like it was like a basically a box world where like just demoing like you know laser eyes and like blowing up like a bunch of trees and like everything else uh and then people were like hey man what if you just made superman the game and he was like i can't do that and he's like but I could make undefeated the game. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so people like kept like pressuring him like on Twitter. He's like a Japanese guy. Uh, you know, it definitely lacks a lot of like AAA polish, but it it definitely showcases like what's possible. Like, uh, looks like, is, uh, like Superboy. Right? Yeah, it does uh, look. Uh, okay. it looks like, like, like uh, animated Superboy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's like not uh brainiacs minions <laughs> uh not metallo there <laughs> just uh, yeah. yeah so this and I, and I was hoping that yeah you could see some of the power here and for the audio listeners we're looking at a game called undefeated that's um an early access demo form right now where it's yeah, basically i set up like a patreon and stuff too like yeah but it was just a, a fan-made open world sandbox superman game um you know, homage is a Superman-like game. Yeah, imitation uh, is, is you know the a form of flattery. So, <laughs> you know, there's yeah. a lot of uh, early PS2 era storytelling, so open world uh, things here, like cutscene transitions. Definitely, yeah. which uh, like, you, you know, you could kind of tell the guy's age from it, right? <laughs> like he's probably around our age. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so this is the part I wanted to show everybody. So Superman games are like, how do you manage flight? Uh, this guy, being a single dev, figured it out. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you jump and then jump again, and then you're flying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like. So uh, I think looks. 
looks crispy too. Like a lot of the flight stuff, the turning doesn't look that great, but you know, yeah, I feel this is like I felt the same way about down. Ace Combat too, where it's like it needs like a little bit more of an arcadey, uh, harder right, like forty five degree angles into a ninety. Uh, yeah, man, just have to play this more. Flight, it, but... <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, moving through like a city, like a whole realized like city, it's all loading in here, nice. Like, yeah, interesting stuff. Like, and it's like again, people were saying for like years, like, oh, you can't make a Superman game. Like, it was kind of like the death mark of like Superman sixty four kind of killed the franchise. Like, ever <laughs> Gaming, like trying yeah. to be yeah be realized as a game again. I think they did a great job with like a DC Online, where that series. I think they just kept the one, but it, it really showed like what superpowers and stuff could be. I think DC online was like a, an amazing Yeah, I think it's still out. I think it's free to play as well, but it's, it's kind of on you its last to, legs. I feel, but yeah, it's, it's definitely like on its last legs. Like it kind of all built to like PVP and stuff. And that wasn't the fun part about that game. Like the fun part was like running around like the different, like, you know, Gotham city or like they had, like a metropolis 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 uh, yeah. Super, yeah superman's at uh you could run around <laughs> those cities you meet with like different heroes and like it was really well written like uh, a lot of like that stuff as well like uh a, a lot of cutscenes, a lot of like development of the lore of the world of uh you know dc superheroes but yeah uh yeah they yeah. never really went back up to bat for superman and i think like a lot of, I would say Superman and Batman are probably like the two, uh, you know, the big, the trinity. They always say it was like, what well, it's two like Superman. Trinity. Yeah. Superman, and like, Batman, Wonder yeah, Woman. Is Arkham cities is, uh, Arkham asylums. Uh, and they really haven't leveraged Superman. Like I think, was he in, uh, the fighting game? Injustice. Yes, he was. Yep. The trinity was like, there. Yeah. The trinity was like injustice. And like, that's, all they really do now is like have him show up and like, they don't like they're worried about his power. They're worried about like the, the destructive ability, the, how he moves through worlds. Like it's, it's hard to, I mean, they have the same problem with like capturing Superman in like film as well, where they're like, you could just snap everybody's neck, just have him snap the neck. And everyone's like, that's not what Superman's about. God damn it. <laughs> I thought uh, truthfully, like say what you will about Zack Snyder, but I thought he portrayed Superman's, strength speed uh just people will say like oh he killed zod or whatever like i think zack snyder's just poor at storytelling because it's supposed to be there's no other option and he had to do it you know but you know like say what you will but i think that the way that he portrayed superman it's either zod or this little kid it was it's like bro you just blew up like eight buildings (laughs) like you're worried about this one family bro yeah so like like we, you look at like Superman Returns, right? Of outside of Superman lifting up that island, or he was like struggling with a plane fall, like it was like, a it was, like a Krypton's, or something. It was yeah, an island of Krypton, like of synthetic. Uh, I don't, I don't remember that movie. It was trash. It was an yeah. island of synthetic <laughs> Krypton, dude. It, yeah, they're making it's... new land because there's no more real estate to buy up. <laughs> they're not making more land, but what if you'd synthesize? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's 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 definitely possible to make a good Superman game. It's definitely possible to make a good Superman movie. It's just you need the right creative team behind it to have the vision for it. And I think with Rocksteady, I think that they've proven themselves with Batman because before Arkham Asylum, there hasn't been a good Batman game since what the Genesis of you know Batman and Robin that game. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's incredible. So, or for me, like I loved uh, Batman Vengeance. I thought that was great. It had the camera issues, but I loved it. But you know, I'm I'm in the minority there. Uh, yeah, man. So, <clears throat> it's you, you can make just uh, one of the things I wanted to say too is don't be stifled by other people saying you can't do it. Right? Just you can make a Absolutely. good Superman game. You just just have the vision for it. You know. Uh, let's see, man. We're we're um, getting we're about getting pretty close to end time. Is there anything else you wanted to go over today? Chip. Uh, you know, I think I think that does it, man. We're talking about you know, follow your dreams, make your video games. Uh, you know, uh, put there's a lot of good places for actual criticism, not like uh, like on uh, Reddit. There's like a lot of good uh, game developer Reddit subreddits 
where it's like whatever type of game and like they will give you like actual feedback and like it's not going to be people being like this is amazing blah 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 but like oh this this and this doesn't look good like like oh this looks like a good idea or a concept but like uh this the execution isn't quite where it needs to be or I think slash our game dev is actually a very solid community of like-minded people because you can even go on there and then like upload something with prefab assets and people will get what you're trying to do, you know, or not even prefab assets, like, like, you know, uh, people call it programmer art, you know, where it's just like obvious placeholders and people will get like the bigger meaning that you're trying to do. Or like just, yeah, like store-bought assets where you're like using like as place, like I showed you like where I was like in the high definition render pipeline, you're like, oh, did you, um you know 3d model that i'm like no does you know about that you're like what about those buildings i was like those are bought assets here but you're like oh did you assemble them though and i'm like yeah and you're like okay like so you start to like build an idea of like what uh you actually did as part of like it's like when you get a team assignment in school <laughs> like uh one person just presents and you're like did you do the research did you do any of the right did you write the paper like no no it's like so you just presented and then huh they're like yeah <laughs> like okay <laughs> Sorry, right, you though, get a day too because you get you. I think presenting it and you're putting in the work to put these assets in. You're you're not just like downloading a pre thing and then just passing it off as your own. You know, it's like yeah. it's like have you ever had someone who I remember I was helping this guy on uh on one of the I think it was a, a game dev forum, but it wasn't Reddit. It was like pre Reddit, uh, and he was like he's like yeah I'm working on this and it was using uh, click and play or click team fusion back in the day when I was messing with that. And I, I was in high school at the time. And this guy's like, like, and people were like, yeah, this looks great. And then uh, just did my search for, for like learning how to use that program. I found exactly what this guy made and it was a part of a tutorial and he yeah. legitimately just changed the file name, exported it and passed it off as his own. And, uh. and I'm just like, Okay, I don't know why you would lie about this, you know? It's like it's like <laughs> like if I found it just looking at tutorials on how to use this program, like like the people you're impressed in this forum, like they like you're not doing anything, you're not learning. So, yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know, I've definitely done a bunch of like file tutorials and stuff like did a bunch with like construct uh yeah. too. Yep. Uh but I didn't put them anywhere online. Like I just kind of like did them and I added them to a portfolio where I was like, Oh, here's kind of like a sizzle reel of like showing me learning this, uh, yeah. different ideas and concepts. But I wasn't like, I made all this. It's like, no, I did some of the art and some of these things. And like, I, you know, you hope to like, if you ever sit down and like, uh, for an interview and like, you're showing like a portfolio of things, uh, people in the industry do know, and they will ask like, Oh, so what did you do on this? Like, what was your contribution? Uh, like if you show like, you know, a bunch of like, you know, store bought 3d assets, they'll be like, uh did you rig these did you animate it did you like retexture them like what like because yes. there are very specific niches like and all those are important jobs to do but like uh you know just don't try and pass anyone else's work off as your own shout out to uh, the guys who do rigging because that is annoying <laughs> shout out to those yeah, guys I'm, for sure i'm done with it man i know there's like a few good bits of like ai software right now for like animation and stuff too and auto rigging stuff it's it's coming along it's yeah. not where I would like it to be. I hate rigging things. Like, it's, uh... <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Like, definitely, you know, build out your concepts. Don't be afraid to like follow tutorials and stuff. And uh, you yeah. gotta like, you know, crawl before you can run. Uh, and you get to learn like a lot of important lessons from that stuff. But true, yeah, true, very true, very true. Uh, you know, I think I I kind of went went over everything I wanted to talk about with this truthfully. Um, at the end of the day, uh, Chip, it's it's fantastic that you got the xbox it's it's great that you are following through and got the developer license you're pushing things to it um thanks man i think i could speak for myself and anyone watching or listening saying we're excited to see what you do with it Um, oh man it's porn games all day baby Porn games all day uh (laughs) we're good uh we're good uh this is how i'm innovating the industry the left stick controls the left boob and the right stick controls the right boob and they jiggle (laughs) And it's one to one haptic feedback, real time mechanics. There we go. There we go. Uh, You know, for my, and seeing you 
continue um you know gives me gives me inspiration to continue on my own you know game making journey and stuff so it's you know i i'm hoping to now that i started this new job and and things everything's kind of settling down i can i actually have free time during the day to focus on on things i'm hoping to use this podcast platform to showcase what i'm doing as well so i i just you know want to say just to you and everybody man it's inspiring keep doing what you're doing yeah man just go keep keep doing it man just keep a little bit uh and like it's not a, a race it's a marathon type of thing you know yes yes i just can have slow weeks slow months slow years but uh yeah. just keep keep continuing the path of learning and trying and doing and experimenting like with new stuff yes yeah, man. And uh, always be learning. You're a learner of life, my friend. <laughs> you know, it doesn't gotta, end. Doesn't end. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And uh, just before I, I uh, we sign off here, I just want to say anybody who comes across this, um, you know, on, on YouTube my, or the podcast platforms we're on, uh, you know, if, if you're a game dev or aspiring one, no matter what it looks like, uh, if you have something there, post a link on the on the comments, guys. I'll we'll. We'll definitely check them out. I I love seeing what people are doing. I love seeing people follow their dreams. And uh, yeah, keep going. But uh, for Chipped Monk, I am Mr. Gimpy. This has been the Combo Wombo Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, share it with your mom. And keep doing what you're doing. Share with your baby's mama. All right. And subscribe, you bitches. (laughs)